You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no-nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Cap'n Wags. I give you A. C-L. And with that, we are back. The ACL pod featuring the one and only Mr. Captain Wags. I am ACL. He is Wags. Twitter, Instagram, at the real Mr. ACL, at Captain Wags. The website, therealmrACL.com or acl-sports.com, whichever you prefer. They all take you to the same place. Conference Championship Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, a little over two weeks away. Three games left. The National Football League season before the offseason. Wags, quite the weekend of football last week. Arguably, maybe not even arguably, arguably the best four games of playoff football we've ever seen. That was incredible. Um, Every single divisional game coming down to a um, walk-off. Really never see that in, in football, especially for on one weekend in the divisional playoffs. Uh, usually there's a blowout here and there or some game that gets out of hand. Um, we did see one game get out of hand, that Buffalo-Kansas City game, but in a crazy uh, finish, which we, we will definitely recap and talk about in a Good for bit. those with the over. Good for those yeah. with the over. Uh, Two units on the over, perhaps. I think, yeah, I think ACL, you, you were one of those. Uh, perhaps, yes. Yeah, exactly. So... Um, yeah, well, I mean, look, be up front, uh, wasn't my best weekend in uh, the NFL. Um, I, it wasn't my worst, but um, frustrating in that Titans game for sure. Yep. I had the Titans over, um, what was it, 24 and a half points. Uh, they get 16. They throw three interceptions. Um, they had eh, arguably some chances, but uh, got to give credit to the Cincinnati Bengals defense who stepped up. They've really stepped up you know, for the most part all year, uh, didn't think they would have that in them, you know, kind of thought that Tennessee would get out quick, get out early, especially coming off a bye. Um, and they came out flat. So um, kudos to the Bengals, the Bengals defense. Now uh, moving forward, they get a tough matchup this week. But um, yeah, that, that game was tough, but um, they, they made it a game uh, at the end and um, you know, couldn't really have asked for a better second half. I think, you know, that first half was a bit boring, if you will. Um, but, you know, Tennessee came roaring back. But in the end, McPherson, I don't know if you saw that, kicked that field goal. Honestly, it must have traveled of the, what, 50-plus yard attempt. I think the ball traveled five yards before he turned around and, and hugged the holder. Yep. Um, Love that know, guy. Talks yeah, he, trash, yeah. Yeah, he, exactly, exactly. I mean, he he talks trash. He he's um, he's kind of your you know arrogant, pretty much your typical University of Florida guy. Um, <laughs> shots, you know, yeah, shots, uh, low blows, <laughs> low blows. But uh, a great kicker. I mean, he, yep. he he. I mean, he literally kicked the ball. If you watch the replay, everybody else is watching the ball. You know, but he knew it. He he just literally just kind of hugged his holder, and that was it. He, he walked off the field. So. Yeah, uh, great outcomes for me. I, I also was on Tennessee, got that one wrong, but yep. the other ones worked out well for me. have a nice future, actually, that I put out 
um, right before the playoffs started on, on the 49ers to win the Super Bowl, 21-1. to 1. So we yeah. have that ticket in pocket, which is nice. And I know you and I both have the Kansas City Chiefs to win the AFC at plus 185. Yes. So we are certainly sitting pretty with that. Obviously, options, hedging, going for middles, letting it ride, et cetera. So yeah. we nice were not upset with that. Them. We were no. not upset no. with the way that that game ended. <laughs> 13. We'll I take saw, it. Great overtime of, rules. Great overtime a lot of, rules. A lot of $13 donations going to uh, Allen's um, <laughs> charity which is, uh, you know, kind of, kind of sad, kind of whatever, but you know, look, what a game that was, huh? All right. Here's my thoughts. <laughs> it's, it, it's been talked about at length this week, but it's actually very simple. You don't kick the ball. And I'm talking about the bills here. You don't kick the ball out of the end zone. You make them field the punt. Now they could ideally kick what off, they should have done off, is, I'm off. sorry, you, yeah, yeah. you make them field the kickoff. You kick it off to about the five or the, t- the 10 yard line. Tyreek Hill wasn't even back there. Look, if Hardman gets the ball and he runs it back for a touchdown, so be it. The risk-reward of that is much greater, much more beneficial to you, I should say, to make them field the kickoff, make them run it out, because he's not going to take a knee, he's not going to take a fair catch at the 5 or 10. If you make him run it out, say he gets to the – say he even gets to like the 40, right? Worst case, gets maybe the 40-yard line. That's going to take at least six or seven seconds. Oh, yeah. Right? So they're going to have maybe one play, if that – um, it, it was just crazy to kick it out about to kick it out of the end zone. Couldn't believe that. And then, when they are about to run a play, all you have to do is hold all the receivers. I think Harbaugh did it in the Super Bowl years back, and th- you know they might say, "Oh, it's not in the spirit of the game." Blah blah blah. It's the yeah. same in the NBA when you know you foul a guy who can't hack a shack. Hack a shack. Same type of thing. All you got to do, it's so simple. Just hold all the receivers. At the line of scrimmage. At the Don't line let of them scrimmage. get downfield because, you know, yes. they call pass interference down. It's a That's spot different. foul. Yes. But, yes. yeah, you get one unplayed down. Literally tackle them right away. Hold them. Do everything you can. Clock runs out. Boom. Clock runs out. They get one play, which extends mm-hmm. it. It's going to be a Hail Mary instead of a field goal, and that's it. Um, yeah, I mean, it was uh, poorly executed by Buffalo and um, yeah, you know, a lot, a lot of fans, you know, I've seen so many videos of them going crazy and then watching the last 13 seconds and, and um, you know, just in complete shock and uh, pretty crazy, just crazy. And look, I like McDermott. I tweeted out the very first drive. I think he went for it on fourth and two from midfield. He went for it on fourth and goal from the two or three yard line. And that's what you got to do to beat the chiefs. He knows he's going to have to score points. He did it. He's, he's, he's a good coach. Look what he's done with Josh Allen over the years, but man, that's going to haunt him. And we all say, Oh, they'll be back. Dan Marino. What was his second year? Got to the super bowl. Never got back. Right. Yep. Aaron Rodgers, 10 years ago, everyone's like, Oh, he'll never gotten back. It's Look, just getting to the happen. Super Bowl is tough. It's not <clears throat> easy. I mean, yeah, Kansas City's coming, you know, been back a couple times, um, you know, but they've had to reshuffle and do things to get there. Um, it takes a lot of, you know, uh, success in the, ma- you know, in the front office and, and knowing what to do. And it's it's just not it's not an easy thing to do, especially with the parity in the league now. Um, you know, there's so many teams and, and that's why a lot of teams don't make it back to the playoffs and everybody's like, Oh, the same teams will go back next year. No, they won't. Mm. Um, you know, I think it's like at least two or three teams from each side won't make it back. I mean, that's kind of like the the thing and, um, to get back year after year, you know, it, it's going to be very difficult. So, um, yes. 
And back to that game real quick was, you know, I thought it was awesome how um, Kelsey and, and Mahomes kind of improv that last uh, last play. And mm-hmm. you could hear Mahomes on the line say, do it, Kelsey, do it, Kelsey. Right. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. <clears throat> I mean, you know, kind of a little little backyard football action going on uh, during a divisional playoff game uh, to, to win it. Right. So um, or at least to get it down to tie and, and then win it in OT. But, um, yeah, that game was incredible and just briefly on the other two games um you know we kind of talked about the cincy and and kansas city games uh but the rams just completely coming out hot um dominating the line of scrimmage on defense giving brady everything that they possibly could he was the most uncomfortable that i've ever seen him in the last 20 years you know however long he's been in the league um, I've never seen him so uncomfortable in the pocket. Um, and he's not a fast guy. He's not that mobile, but he usually is comfortable in the pocket. Um, but he had absolutely no time. Aaron Donald, a complete animal. Um, and watching that game, you're, you're kind of like, okay, it's a 14-point game late in the third. You know, if, if Tampa's going to do anything, here, you know, here it is. And sure enough, you know, those fumbles at the end of the game, uh, I think every single L.A. Rams fan was uh, crapping themselves, I mean, to put it bluntly. Um, I know I was rooting for the Rams. Uh, my father-in-law, he's a Brady guy, so I was in the same room with him. He was not. He was. <laughs> get, he got me a little nervous at the end, and then ultimately, uh, yeah, obviously the Rams come out on top. And then what about the Niners, man? Jeez. The, Green Bay goes down the field. First drive. Touchdown. Literally, I'm getting texts from everybody I know. This game's going to end 38-13. This game's going to end 38-0. This game's going to be a blowout. And the Niners' defense just held strong. They just said, you know what? We're here to play. And they shut Green Bay down. I mean, Green Bay, you know, it was kind of a bend but don't break. They'd get to the midfield but couldn't do anything. And special teams gave the Niners the win. A blocked field goal at the end of the half. Mm-hmm. The blocked punt for a touchdown. And then at the end of the game, Green Bay has 10 men on the field to block their uh, – I mean, yeah. not to say not to say that they were going to block the uh, field goal, to, but crazy. Yeah, one just reason, crazy wild weekend. Yeah, I mean, one reason I, I grabbed the Niners at 21-1, to 1, win healthy, and they were one of my, my preseason looks at looks as far as yep. Super Bowl, win healthy, this is the arguably the best team in the NFC, in my opinion. They have – top three coach i like jimmy g defensively they're great skill players are great now they go to the rams this weekend fourth road game in a row now we were talking last week i remember we said that was their third game road game in a row at green bay and i said look if those big three are healthy garoppolo warner uh debo you know if those guys are healthy and if and and um joey joey uh or uh, sorry, Both, Nick Bosa yeah, as well, right? Sorry. But, yeah, if yeah. those guys were healthy, you know, you could certainly make a case-making argument for the Niners last week, getting six points, because that line was just basically massively inflated because of the whole mystique of Lambeau, Aaron Rodgers, blah blah blah, coming off a bye, and it was their third straight road game. But now they're going on to their fourth straight road game. Now, look, you could argue that San Fran to LA isn't a massive road trip, but the fact is, it's still a road game. So I think that is being factored into the line a little bit. I think this line would have been three. Flat, if not for that, uh, we're seeing three and a half still available out there in the market. So, look, it's a divisional game. I think the line should be three, but it, it because the Niners are a little nicked up because it's their four straight road game. I think that hook is out there and available. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And and that hook could be pretty important, and um, it's going to be interesting to see how that game plays out. Niners have beat the Rams two out of two games this year. One a blowout, 31-10, the other mm-hmm. uh, in overtime for the Niners to you know kind of get into the playoffs. So um, now they got to go back to L.A., and um, it's going to definitely be, uh, uh, you know, in my opinion, it should be a very, very good game. Um, two really good defenses, and, and we'll see how Garoppolo, um, you know, how impacted he is by his injuries. Um, but, yeah, no, that's it. that should be uh, interesting to see. The 49ers have beaten the Rams six in a row. Shanahan has owned McVay. Um but then again, I mean, there's a massive quarterback advantage, I would say, for the Rams, for sure. As much as I like Jimmy G, Stafford is playing out of his mind. That throw he made to Cooper Cup last week to, to seal it was incredible. So good. And you almost feel like it's one of those things where, you know, he got the monkey off his back, right, in the first game, first playoff, when everyone's saying he can't win the first playoff game. And once that's done, you sometimes see these guys, that it's just like the pressure's off of them, right? And then he goes on the road and beats Tom freaking Brady, puts up 30 points against a, you know, decent Bucks defense. Yeah, um, very good so, defense. Yeah. You know, we'll see. Uh, looking ahead, wags to we'll start with Super Bowl lines. So, <clears throat> as we talked about this week, Chiefs minus seven or minus seven and a half, depending on your book. Totals fifty four and a half against the Bengals. Rams minus three and a half against the Niners. Totals forty five and a half, forty six. Here are the four Super Bowl Super Bowl look ahead lines. The most likely matchup, simply based on the odds this weekend, Chiefs versus Rams. Chiefs are minus 2.5 versus the Rams. Chiefs are minus 3 against the 49ers. Rams minus 3.5 against the Bengals. 49ers minus 3 against the Bengals. Keep in mind with that Bengals line, I've heard a few people say, oh, that's short. The Bengals would have just come off a win at Arrowhead versus Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, right? So... You, you would have the whole Joe Burrow narrative. Oh, it's a team of destiny, yada, yada, yada. So keep it in mind that it's not just about uh, Bengals versus Rams. You got to look at who they would have beaten to get there. So the Rams will have won a game they were, quote, supposed to win at home. And the Bengals would have just beaten the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Now keep in mind also, if the Rams make it for the second year in a row, which is kind of crazy, you would have a home field advantage in the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl is in, in L.A. this year. So the Rams, if they win, are going to have home field. We saw that matter last year. It didn't necessarily get factored into the line, but it could potentially this year. So just something to keep in mind there. Yeah, I, I mean, one thing to note, in my opinion, um, Kansas City two and a half against the Rams, I'm okay with. Kansas City three against the Niners seems a little short. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and, and with these lines, if you bet them and the game doesn't happen – you get your money back. Now, there's probably oh, some 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 sketchy locals out there that would pocket your money and, and, and not necessarily right, get your money right, back. Right. But look, make sure. Yeah, just just check, especially if it's a local. Check your make rules. Make sure but, you trust your rules, trust your book. Yeah. Um, but that said, you know m- maybe there's a slight advantage to the Niners to have comfort, even though it's in you know the fact that they've played there now three times, to- well, twice they, this year. Keep in mind, play- they would have just played there, you know, this right. week, obviously. Right. 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 Exactly. So, so maybe there's a comfort are. there that they give some sort of edge, but um, yeah, that just seems a little, little short in my opinion. If you go, guys, on DraftKings, and I know books have these, Fanduel has it, uh, Bet Online has it as well. There are conference specials specifically for this weekend. We talked about some, uh, you know, playoff specials, right? We talked about 
quarterback to have the most passing yards in the entire playoffs. We we both like Patrick Mahomes a couple weeks ago before the playoffs started. That's looking awfully good now. If you click on conference specials under NFL on DraftKings and go over to highest lowest specials, there's there's a few interesting ones there. Highest scoring team this weekend. So of the four teams that play on Sunday, which team will have the most points? The Kansas City Chiefs are minus 120, and that caught my eye because, look, if you like the Chiefs to win the game against the Bengals, two things have to happen for you to win this bet. Seven-point favorite. Exactly. Money line minus, you know, 350, call it. I'm, I'm seeing as high as, like, 370. But, okay, if you think the Chiefs win the game, that's the first part of this bet. So that's just that. The second part of this bet is they have to score more points than the winner of the Rams-Niners game. The total in the Chiefs-Bengals game is 54.5, maybe 55. The total in the Rams-Niners game is 45.5-46, so a full almost 9-10 to 10 point differential there in the total between these two games. So if you are saying to yourself, the Chiefs are going to win, I know they're going to win, that's done, let's just put that to the side, you're basically saying, are the Chiefs going to score more points than the winner of the Rams-Niners? I think that the likely answer to that is yes. To me, I make this number closer to minus 150, minus 160, just based on where the odds are on the game. Because, again, you're, the Chiefs are about minus 350, minus 360 on the money line anyway. So yeah. take a look at these that, other markets. Yeah, on top of that, Chiefs play first, right? So you'll have yep. that knowledge in your pocket if you want to somehow hedge later on, if you know either on the total or a team total or, or something of that nature. Um you know, you, you might be able to have some sort of hedge play there. So at least you'll have the knowledge of how many points the Chiefs scored in the first game. Let's say somehow, you know, for whatever reason, they win 20 to 17. Now 20 is the number. Mm-hmm. You might not be happy with that one. You might want to say, all right, I, I really think the Rams are going to beat the um, the Niners or vice versa. Um, and you take one of their team totals over, which will be set at, you know, let's call it 20 and a half or, you know, 23 and a half or 20. I don't know what they are right now. 24 and a half 24 and 21 and a half. 21. Yeah, yeah 24, 21. There. So um, you can do that or, you know, you let it ride if the Chiefs put up, you know, 28 plus points. Um, yeah. now if they get, put up a know. 38 spot, you're probably right, good. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that's a big advantage to be able to go first. Um, they also, you can bet lowest scoring team on championship Sunday, which is interesting. The Niners are the favorite at plus 150, Bengals plus 225, Rams plus 275, Chiefs 8-1. to one. So again, for the Chiefs to cast that, they have to first of all lose, right? right? So I mean, may, maybe you, you have a very strong feeling for some reason that yeah. the Bengals will beat the Chiefs in a low scoring game. Um, you know, 8-1, to one, there you go. There you go. Most passing yards you can bet. So you can bet which quarterback will have the most passing yards on Sunday. Mahomes is the favorite, of course, plus 175. Burrow is actually right behind him, plus 180. Matthew Stafford, plus 225. Jimmy G, 6-1. to one. So you could make an argument here for Joe Burrow, thinking that they're going to be behind most likely at some point in the second half of this game, and they're going to be throwing a little bit more, and the total is 10 points higher than the other game. So I would maybe take a look at Joe Burrow here. Uh, it, it has the feel of one of those situations where he could be throwing the ball 50, 60 times, right? Yep. So there's yeah, a reason and, why he's almost the co-favorite. That's why I, I look at the rushing yards. Um, one that catches my eye a little bit is Mixon at 3-1 to one, um, for to have the most specials. rushing yards. Okay. Yeah, I, I just think that Cincinnati is going to go out and try to establish the run. Uh, Mixon's their guy. Uh, you know, I, I think he might get 20-plus carries, and um, if that's the case, and San Fran does go behind early, who is 
Elijah Mitchell is the favorite at two to one. You know, they, they might need to rely on Jimmy G and throw the ball a little bit more and they might get off their running heavy game plan um, just to to try to secure the win. Right. So um, that's interesting. And also um, maybe more of a quote unquote long shot is Edwards Alaire has been running the ball pretty well. Um, we saw him emerge last week and at seven to one right now, that could be an interesting play as well. Yeah, I mean, he had 60 yards rushing last week. He had eight and a half yards per attempt. So, right. so yeah, I pretty mean, good. Some I of can, this... I can see that. I can see both those teams, even though you know we probably think of Mahomes and, and Burrow in that game. I can see this being a more of a balanced attack. Yeah, I'm not gonna say run heavy, but more of a balanced attack uh, for both teams. So, uh, just. Keep your eyes peeled there. Some of the long shots on this list, Wags, Matthew Stafford, 100 to 1, Jimmy G, 100 to 1, Trey Lance, 100 to 1. Any interest? Yeah, no, no, no interest <laughs> there. Not, not for me. I mean, I, I could see someone like, uh, you know, Daryl Williams, somebody sure. goes down 25 An actual to 1. running back, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Um, you know, maybe even like mm, – I don't know, Tyreek Chase or Tyreek Hill getting some, some, yeah, well, look, you know what? Uh, they get the ball at the 20 yard line and they do some sort of fly sweep around the end mm-hmm. and he goes for 80. Um, you're sitting pretty at 80 yards right there. Uh, I mean, it's possible that nobody's breaking a hundred yards this weekend. So, you know, with it these defenses. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. so anyway, it's guys, fun, always- it's just fun, fun to look at those and, and kind of think about things and, yeah. you know, Hey, Maybe next week I say, oh, yeah, remember when I said Tyreek Hill and he had, you know, 100 yards rushing? Totally agree. So always take a look at these secondary markets in these big games and obviously the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks. These secondary markets, you really can find some some value and some advantage in playing these as opposed to just playing the regular side or total. Obviously the Super Bowl uh, presents most of those and our Super Bowl card has tons of, you know, props, alternate plays, et cetera, which will be out in a couple of weeks. And the Super Pod is in two weeks one as well. more. Yeah, yeah, Superpod coming up. Uh, one it, more. A- any any offensive lineman to score a touchdown on Championship f- Sunday. I think 12- they call it the Fat Man T- TD sometimes, 12- right? 12 to 1. 12 yeah, to 1. So. Okay, so any, like, I guess, non lineman tight end, non receiver, right. non, non, yeah. So anybody, I think, wearing 60s or 70s, 50, is- 60s, 70s okay. scores a touchdown, basically. You know, anybody who declares right. tackle eligible. 12 to 1? Yeah. Tight- 12 to 1. Yeah. There's definitely worse bets on the board, man. Hey, yeah. And any quarterback to have 400 plus yards passing, 4 to 1. I mean, that's. That could happen. Look, yeah, I get a shootout in one of those games. I mean, like I said, man, Burrow you might Stafford, just. Stafford, your Burrow, Mahomes, Stafford. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy G, not not likely. No. But any of those three quarterbacks. And, and hey, look, if Garoppolo does it, good for him. But um, yeah, that, that's not going to happen. Cannot wait for these games. They should be good. Um, Super Bowl line will, of course, be out Sunday night. We'll be tweeting that out. We'll be talking about that, as we mentioned. Uh, yeah, we're off next week, and then the Super Pod, our annual, basically, Super Bowl extravaganza pod, the last pod of the season, um, will be out early on the week of the Super Bowl. So lots going on there. Cannot wait for that. And, of course, the Super Bowl client card will be out later in the week as well, which uh, is really, really fun to just put together. You know, two weeks of study and props, two weeks of just – really digging into the matchup um, all in preparation for the card to come out. So we cannot wait for that. All right, man, 60 second speed round time. I got three questions for you. You got three questions for me. I'm going to go first, meaning I'm asking you, you first. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I got, I kind of got excited. I thought I was uh, going to have some time to uh, 
to think about any anything that might you might throw my way. But yeah. I got I got I got three different sports for you today too. I'm delaying. All right, three go. different sports. Here we go. First one's football. I have my own thoughts on this, but I, I really would like to hear your thoughts. Question number one: Aaron Rodgers will be the quarterback for what team next year, if at all? The Broncos. Look, I, I say I say this. I actually said this a month ago um, to a few people. I don't think I mentioned it on the pod. Maybe I did, um, but I always thought it was just a good fit for him. Um, you know, I know I know you had mentioned, and and I don't disagree with the landing spot per se uh, that you mentioned in a tweet, the, the Colts, that would be a great uh, spot for him. Um, but I like the Broncos. I, I just think he's probably sick of being in it like a, a smaller, just football town. I think Denver is a great market for him. Um, you know, still cold weather. So, you know, that's not going to be, you know, impact him at all. Um, but, you know, I think it, it, it's just a good fit for him. And the fact that now Nathaniel Hackett, has been hired there as the they head did coach. that they did that for a reason Look, yes, yes yeah the next logical step is for Aaron Rodgers to follow his offensive coordinator yeah yeah it's only been three years but he was quoted I think it was last year saying I hope he doesn't go anywhere unless I do <laughs> so you know obviously they have a good rapport and and I think that's going to be um, kind of a natural landing spot for Rodgers um, so yeah look for uh the Aaron Rodgers-led Denver Broncos potentially, and I might even put a little bet on a Broncos future. Yeah, man, it's 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 similar to the folks that bet on the Bucks, you know, before the Brady news broke a couple of years ago, like sixty to one, eighty to one, hundred to one range. So yep. you're sort of just bet, gambling on the news there. But my only concern with him going to Denver is why would he put himself in a situation to have to compete against Mahomes? And you know Justin Herbert potentially, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean that's a. Just, I, I mean it's, it's a good question. Very good question. I mean, uh, go somewhere, man, where you don't right. have to deal with Patrick Mahomes twice yeah. a year, maybe that's, three times a year. So right. that's I, I. I get it. Everything you said makes sense. That'd be my only concern. Question number two: Baseball. A lot of baseball news. I was tweeting it up baseball. the other day. Baseball made made me mad, man. Do you think Pete Rose? Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens deserves to be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. A hundred percent, yes. On all three. Hundred percent, yes. On all three. On all on every single one of them. Okay. And and look, I think the voters should be ashamed of themselves, specifically on Bonds. Yes. Um, and Clemens. Yes. Um, you know, my feelings on on Rose are, are kind of deep in in conspiracy. Um, I think that the mafia back when this happened had conversations with every single Hall of Fame voter and said, in not so many words, he will not be ever, ever in the Hall of Fame. Okay. And I don't, and I, I think there were threats behind this. Um, and they, these threats were valid threats, and I don't think anybody would vote him in. Now, what he did was wrong, absolutely. But if you look at just purely baseball, nothing he did impacted in my opinion the outcomes of the game if he betted on his team to win that's you know okay so he tried a little harder i mean look the guy is probably trying every game um now if he bet on his team to lose that's a different story and whatever okay but moving on to bonds and clemens these are two of the top 10 best players to ever play the game okay bonds is Possibly number one, I would argue it. So would um, I. Definitely top three, 
No doubt. Like, in, it, without a doubt. Um, neither one of them were proven guilty. They were, they, none of the, these PEDs allegations were never proven. Am I wrong? You are not wrong. No, correct. So how can you leave these two, these guys out? And and I hate Clement. I I was not a fan of him. I think he's, you know, uh, I, but he's a great baseball player and he 100% deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. And I think he's one of the best pitchers to ever play the game. And when he retired, I had a little tear in my eye, even though I hated him because I thought he was that good. And it was kind of, you know, towards the end of my baseball fandom, I should say. Um, and I, I, I remember exactly where I was. Um, but that said, these two, these two, Clemens and Bond, 100% should be in the hall. And the voters, this is why I, I hate baseball in, in a sense now, and I can't deal with it. Um, and I'll watch the playoffs, but I, and, and I will bet on it. <laughs> but um, it, gosh, man, it's uh, the baseball is so antiquated. It's so old school and the fact that they feel that a blemish might be there it's not it's not these guys were great they're the best anyway i'm way over my 60 seconds and i know there's probably one more question coming i can go on and on about bonds but um never proven they deserve to be in fuck the hall of fame wow there we go yeah now we're talking there we go we're talking they deserve to be in. If you want to put like a little asterisk on their plaque or one, you know, that's fine. But to have them not in, it's just insane. And a lot of it, I think, is just personal because these these writers don't like Barry Bonds. And, you know, he's, Barry a, Bonds, he's a jerk. Barry Bonds, 14-time 14, 14 yeah. All-Star. It's crazy. Home run leader. I'm with you. I'm yeah. With you. All right, question number three. You asked me last week what my top team in college basketball was. Top power rated team for you is as we head into March Madness here. Wow. Um, now, I know you mentioned Gonzaga. Right. And, yep. and I can't um, argue with that. And I don't want to be the same. And, and had Arizona, I would have leaned Arizona had they not just lost to UCLA in, in a kind of not so good fashion. Um, yep. And I still think they're a, a top team. Um, but I'm going to go with Auburn. Um, look, they have one loss. The, the SEC is playing much better basketball than they had in years past. It used to be much more top heavy. Um, but now I'm noticing a trend, um, you know, where the SEC is becoming just a much better conference. So uh, I'm going to say Auburn. um, And and I think that, you know, they they can keep up with any team in the nation. They're playing good ball right now, man. They, they certainly are. All right. I'm up. Absolutely. You are up. All right. Um, All right. 60 second speed round. I mean, I guess the, I I should basically just say three questions, (laughs) the three question uh, round, (laughs) the three question round. Um, Here we go. The Washington football team will announce what their name will be. Yep. What will be their name? What will it be? Yeah, what will it be? I Who think, do you, what, what, what do you think the name will be when they announce? I think it's going to be the Commanders. Okay. I know there's a lot of talk of keeping it the Washington football team, the Red Hawks, the Red, Red, Hawks, yep. Red Wings, whatever. Um, <laughs> there's some other ones out there, but – Let's just go with the commanders. The Washington Commandos, obviously the jokes write themselves, yada, yada, yada. But, yeah, let's go with the Washington Commanders. You don't think they'll announce that they're staying, going back to the Redskins? That would be the ultimate Daniel Snyder (laughs) troll move if he did that, which a guy like that, you never know. You never know. Man, I I heard some people say that. He might just be like, screw you guys. (laughs) Just do it. But I'm going to say commanders. 
All right, all right. Switching sports. <laughs> NBA. Okay. You you, you do a, a one a day NBA. Um hot lately, which is amazing. Uh the best team in the NBA right now is the best team in the NBA right now is the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I know that's going to surprise some people. Well, maybe it shouldn't they have the best record, but from where they were last year to where they are now, I mean, this team is just a juggernaut. Chris Paul is playing out of his mind. I will say this on the in, on the Eastern Conference. Obviously, everyone's going to gravitate toward the Nets if healthy, being the keyword, if healthy and or letting their players play vaccination status, Kyrie. Uh, the Nets should be the favorite. They are the right favorite. But this Miami Heat team wags. Currently, first Heat. place in the East crazy arguably the best coach in the east in my opinion uh they're a half game ahead of the bulls right now i believe a game and a half ahead of the Cavs, which is crazy and how about um, the bulls being up there I mean, yeah that's that's, yeah. that's a feat in, in and of itself yeah uh, good for them but yeah the heat eight and two right in the last 10 eight and, and two. They're, they're just they just keep winning watch out for this heat team defense jimmy butler coaching those things matter in the playoffs, and they're going to yeah, and they shoot threes, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously Ma- Max Struess and uh, yeah, you have Duncan Hero Robinson, out there, Duncan Robinson. Hero, yep. Yeah, so watch out for this Miami Heat team in the East, but yeah, Phoenix Suns. If I had to go with the team now, far and away, in my opinion, the best team in the West and the NBA. It's crazy. Two, three, three years ago, the Suns were what bottom of the barrel. I mean, so, the NBA yeah, they had the number one changes. pick. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. That, I guess that helps. Last, Last question. question, ACL. Let's do it. Are there is there any value on any of the Super Bowl futures? I kind of mentioned this next year's Super Bowl winner. I you know I mentioned where I see value. Right. Uh, do you do you, are you are you on the same? Are you aligned the same? Maybe not because they have to play. You know where I said the Broncos uh, a few minutes ago. Who, who do you? Where do you see uh, any value? I'm is, aligned. Is yeah, I'm aligned in the sense that the only value you're going to find on any of these futures for next year's Super Bowl winner. Is trying is is if you're able to predict where these quarterbacks land, i.e., if you got the Bucks a couple years ago, like I mentioned. So, I think there's a couple of guys that are going to be on the move. I think if Brady, you know, Brady's going to either retire or stay with the Bucks. The Rodgers thing makes a ton of sense to me. To your point about either Denver, or, you know, some of the, some of these other teams. The one guy that I have my eye on is Russell Wilson. And I think wherever he goes, he makes that team an instant contender. Obviously, he's not going to go to a team like the Jags or the Lions. So that wouldn't matter. He's going to go to a team with a good established core already, if you will. And a lot of rumors that I'm hearing about Russell Wilson, the Pittsburgh Steelers, okay? The Pittsburgh Steelers. Solid, solid defense on this team. Yes, very good. Decent, I would say, to good skill players. Obviously, you have Najee Harris back there. I would argue I think very, very good. Yeah, true. Players. They could, I mean, they could Deont- improve Deontay on Johnson. They could improve Clay- on the receiving front, but yeah. O line I mean, is okay. Yeah, a couple of head kicks. I hear Claypool's a little bit of head kick. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. their their O line. That's their O line. I've trashed them early in the season. Yeah. They got better as the, as they did. the season went on. Yep. They so. did. So look, this is a playoff team. Not still to this day. Not sure how they made the playoffs this year, but they made the playoffs. I think Tomlin gets the most out of his guys. And if you get a Russell Wilson in in Pittsburgh at I'm seeing as high as 60, 70 to 1 on the Steelers to win the Super Bowl, there's worse tickets out there. Now, obviously the downside and I know people that, you know, took flyers for example on thinking Aaron Rodgers was going to leave this offseason and they took some flyers on teams like Denver. Obviously those are trash tickets. You know, if you have a Pittsburgh Steelers future and he doesn't go there and then you're stuck with Dwayne Haskins or Mason Rudolph, you can throw that ticket away. Now <laughs> my my thinking is Mike Tomlin, I believe he's never had a a 
season under 500, he's not going to want to go through any kind of a rebuild. And he knows with Mason Rudolph, that's what that would be. So I think they're going to do everything they can to bring somebody in, i.e. Russell Wilson. Um, who knows? There's you know some other guys out there as well. Um, we'll see. But to me, yeah, the you team that has a good core is Pittsburgh. Yeah, you mentioned Rodgers. Look out, maybe the Colts would be a good fit. Oof. You see Russell Wilson possibly being a candidate for Indianapolis? I do. They're 28-1 to 1 right now. Their owner, Ursay, came out the other day and said basically he doesn't like Carson Wentz. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they can get rid of him with their current contract situation and all that. But I, 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 my, I mean, my, imagine my, Russell Wilson had that offensive line. And Ooh, that's a, that's Taylor. a team, man. Playing in that yeah. dome. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, point being – Take a look at some of these teams. If you hear news, tweet it out. News that is tweeted out, run and maybe grab one of these futures and these, uh, you know, of these teams that are not the favorites that might be getting an, an all-pro quarterback soon. So yeah, I see Broncos at least on DraftKings. I'm just looking at right now. Broncos eighteen to one. That's because Aaron Rodgers, um, right? Right. There's Which, no yeah, way exactly. that team's eighteen to one if you know Steel, Teddy. Steelers fifty to one. Right. Right. Yeah, Russell Wilson Colts, to that uh, 28. Colts 28 to 1. Colts 28 to 1 is not bad, man. It's really not. No, that's not a good bad. that's a good Honestly, team. Honestly, it's not it's it's a good team. It's not a bad bet even with Wentz, uh, to be honest. I mean, yeah. I'm not a big Wentz fan. Me neither. But they're just built well, they can beat anybody. I mean, with with that running game, that offensive line, they have a good really pretty solid defense. Um if they get help at the wide receiver position, um you know, they they could be pretty uh, dangerous. Couldn't agree more. All right. Before we get to the free play, we're going to give three questions here for the $200 site credit contest time. We're doing it on the Rams 49ers game for Sunday because that's the second game of the day. I'm about to read three questions. Whoever gets all three questions correct first gets 200 bucks in site credit to TheRealMrACL.com. You can enter by DMing your answers to either myself or Wags on Twitter at the real mystery sale or at cap and wax here are the three questions question number one rams minus three and a half versus the niners are you taking the rams minus three and a half or the niners plus three and a half question two name the player who will score the first touchdown in the game question three the total number of touchdown passes by matthew stafford all right get them in get them right get them first you win 200 bucks non expires it never expires you can use it whenever you want to the website good luck everybody all right, my man, free play time. We were, again, doing a combo play. We talked about this play earlier before taping here. We both like it. I will let you do the honors. Yeah, so um, we'll stay in the in the Rams game, and we, we are going to take a prop, a player prop, and we're going to take Tyler Higby over 39.5 yards. Um, and the reason is uh, – Receiving. Yes, receiving Just yards, correct. To be clear. I'm sorry. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Thank you for the clarification. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I mean, Higby's been playing really well. Um, last time that Higby went up, which was the last game of the regular season against the Niners, he had six catches for 55 yards. Um, and then looking at some of the other tight ends that played the Niners um, probably within the past eight weeks or so, uh, first game of the playoffs, Dalton Schultz, seven catches, 89 yards. Um, towards the end of the season, they played the Falcons. Kyle Pitts, four catches, 77 yards. And Uzoma for Cincinnati had four catches for 56 yards, right? So some of these players, like Uzoma, Schultz, I would argue that Higby is a better tight end. Um, also, the Rams have much better weapons. As the ACL, you had, you had kind of pointed out this fact um, on the outside. 
who are they going to leave free? You know, Cup, right? Odell, right? You know, if they're going to get beat, you get beat a little bit by the tight end. It's not going to, you know, it's kind of a bend up but don't break. Higby did have two touchdowns last time they played, um, but again, the Niners won. And, um, you know, I think they'll stick to somewhat of a similar game plan. So I think we'll see Higby go over 39 and a half yards. In addition to that, Higby has about 20% target share, um, I think, since their bye week. Mm -hmm. So I think I read that somewhere. So um, don't hold me to that, but I'm almost positive that since their bye week, um, Higby has had a 20% target share. Um, So weeks 12 onwards. So what is that, like six, seven, eight, nine weeks Higby's getting a lot of targets, um, which is why we like this prop. Last week against the Bucks, four for 51, seven targets, right? Yeah. Long, 29 yards. So, look, Shanahan's a guy that's going to try his best, a la Belichick, to take away your top weapon. Cooper Cup last week had 11 targets, nine catches for 183. I don't think that's going to happen against this Niners defense. So, you would think... Stafford's going to go to Higby a little bit more, and this is a very reasonable number, 40 yards, and and, and we cash. He could certainly get that on, on one play. So, yep. And and uh, look, I mean, first game of the playoffs, they played the, the Cardinals. Uh, Higby, three catches, 46 yards. Exactly I mean, right. He, he's a machine. He gets open. Um, he's kind of like a, I don't want to say sneaky, but he, he's got a big body and, and gets open, and um, it's easy for Stafford to find him. So, uh, yep, we definitely lo- love this play. We do. All right, that is this week's free play. We again, guys, are off next week um, during the week in between the title games and the Super Bowl, and then we were back two weeks uh, for the Super Pod. So we cannot wait for that. It's always a really, really, really fun podcast. We talk about props. We just, you know, everything for uh, doing with the Super Bowl. So that'll be a lot of fun. Packages are up on the site. Everything is going on, going on right now. So check that out. Any questions, you can always let us know. Anything else, man, before we get out of here, Mr. Wags? No, you said it all pretty well. Again, you know, NHL, college basketball, NBA, uh, all still going strong. Your um, tennis package has been absolutely nice to have. And uh, we have a nice uh, – Nice big play going on. So let's uh, let's hope that finishes strong. Um, yeah, and and last uh, I think last pod we mentioned I was um, nine and zero in the, my in three straight sweeps. Um, since then five and uh, since in this past week five winning days, two basically five hundred days, maybe one game under uh, for those two the games, and and you know shooting over sixty three percent in the last you know let's call it two weeks. Um, you know, so so jump, jump on board if you're not. If you like college basketball, if you like money, um, if you just want to make money, that's uh, something to do is get on www.therealmracl.com and you can go find our packages on there. Well said, man. Australian Open finals and semifinals in the next two, three days. Cannot yes. wait for that. Love it, love it, love it. Love the tennis is back. Love the golf is back. That'll be out in full swing over the next few months as well. So, all right, for WAGS, I'm ACL. Good luck on all your plays this weekend, guys. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks for the Super Pod. Super Pod. Talk to you guys then.